Hey Google, turn on my sex playlist. Sure, check out this sex music station <laughs> on YouTube Music. Room tone. Do you sense that? I smell something. It's a little bit of a, a certain woody. It's oaky tone. It's oaky. There's a candle. It's, it's a little bit of a musk to it. But it's yeah, a, it's, it's like my father's good, musk. Yeah. My father's musk. It's Papa's, Papa's musk is around me. The new space. It's safety. It's a new space. That's right. It's luxury. And we're recording in a new space. It's our new studio. It's our new studio. TPP. Two party palace. Party penthouse. Two poopy pants. Two poopy pants. And that's us. <laughs> because we're so excited about we our new poop, studio we space. We both pooped our pants. Nick's worst fear. Here we are. We're, we're 480 feet <laughs> off the ground. Staring at Lady Liberty. Staring at the we East are. River. We are. It's, we're, in a special, we're in a special place today. We have a special guest. If the whole place um, went down, if New York City all went up in flames, we'd be the first to see right now. We would know. We have. We can see that the British are coming. Yep. From miles away. Ooh. And they're among us. A very special guest today. We've had a few enthusiastic supporters since the beginning of the podcast. Yep. Through a year of service, going on years. Going on years. At this point, we're going on years. Is 1.1 a plural? She must be. Yep. All right. Years of service. Yep. We're doing our best to bring these voices from the darkness to the light. And we've got our aristocrat of the show, our executive producer. The our wealthy benefactor. The bourgeoisie, our wealthy benefactor. Who bottled us up yeah. and wind us up? We are but humble serfs in his, his fiefdom. <laughs> fed us corn dogs. We have the venerable son. Welcome, son. Thank you very much, gentlemen. It's my pleasure to be here. I've been so excited to come on for so long, and I'm so happy you're finally responding to my messages. Right. If you're gonna cry early, I'm crying. It's gonna be an issue. First <laughs> of all, we've been with this guy for a couple, like an hour or so now, maybe a little more. Your voice sounds better. You put on. It sounds different with the candle mm -hmm. going. And the podcast. Does. This, was, it's, I've, this has been done before. Yeah, you this can tell. That's what you sound like, but I didn't hear it until right, right now. Please, right. The we, visual effect is. We have faces to maintain in the world. Let's not. Let's not reveal. Let's not take the audience underneath the kimono yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah. Is the operative word in that sentence? Well, I'm going to make it through this. Um, <laughs> son, quick question for you. So we're in a penthouse right now. We have a beautiful view of the city. Mm. Um, we promised that we would plug. Son has a great apartment. Um, come by. Come by. That's what, that's what he wanted us to say. Come by for tea. Do you, do you drop pennies on the poor from up here? Not pennies. That would be silly. I mean, you should keep pennies. You, I pick up pennies when I see them in the street. But I do drop corks. So when it's, just, it's a long-standing tradition. Whenever we pop champagne up here, the corks go out the window. And I like to believe that birds catch them on the way down and they build nests out of them. <laughs> I like to believe that too. I would like to but believe that. But I yeah. believe yeah. much more that it could hurt yeah. someone. Yeah. You could probably kill. You probably okay. kill many. So if you want to take reality into this, so you know, it's probably not birds. It's more like pigeons, and it's probably not nests. It's probably like, yeah. you know blockages in pipes and sewers, and you know right. drainage. You're ruining the infrastructure. Well, I mean, and that benefit. decoration. People make decorations. But that hurt pretty bad. A cork kitchen in the head, yeah. right? From how? From 500 feet in the air? Yeah. Oh no. I mean, this is is this what's heavier? This is one of those questions. What's heavier? A ton of bricks or a ton of corks? Right. I mean, it's exactly that question. Yeah, I the same. I would still pick a ton of corks. As would I. Yes. Yeah, me too. It would be it would be comfier. <laughs> it would also Less grating on your skin. True, and just like on the off chance that science has been wrong this whole time. Right. <laughs> yeah. or like that riddle, yeah. you know. Yeah, maybe like, they didn't have a numbers guy. You know? <laughs> I'm not gonna be an asshole and be yeah. like, "Well, give me a ton of bricks." Like no. right. in right. that situation, I'm tough, right. yeah. I want to be crushed with with manstones. Manstones, no. the other word for brick. Yeah, that's where it came from. Yeah. I mean, basically, we're saying there that we all know how the bricks is going to turn out, but corks. I mean, we think we know, right? But this is like this is like choosing the mystery box on a game show. Like, 
here's $10,000, or would you like to trade it all for this mystery box, which could be coal, it could be $12,000. A ton of corks. Right. <laughs> right, you'd love that, wouldn't you? I mean... Question for you guys <laughs> on the mystery box. Mm. Who wants to be a millionaire? You've seen it, right? Once or twice. Is there an amount yeah. of money that you stop on who wants to be a millionaire? Or are you, do you think, I'm talking about you guys specifically, oh. like... Or if you're on the show and you get to hundred thousand mm. dollars, do you walk away, or do you like? I'm trying to think as pragmatically as possible. Always in my head, on, I'm always like, keep going. Always bet on your own horse. You're always on the show, but like, put yourself. On if test. someone was like, here's a hundred thousand dollars, and you could just leave with it, it'd be really hard to say no. It would be really hard to say no. I mean, with context, I mean, if it was a hundred thousand dollars, and the question was like, which of these four is you know something really bloody obvious. Yeah, I'd have to go on. <laughs> but what if it's like a 50 You have to make up your mind. You have to yeah. make up your mind before they ask you the question. Yeah. Well, it's a 50 50. And, I, you know, because you have those lifelines and you can choose. And if I, if I can call a friend and I'd stacked up, a, you know, my, the bench was deep, I'd go. I'd go. But if it was like a weak bench because I rushed it, you know, they put me under pressure. I didn't know I was going to come on and, you know, they pulled me out of the crowd all of a sudden. And I had, Stage I don't right. know, Graham on the, on, the, on the list. I mean, no, I'd, I'd take the money. I'd take the money. I'd go. Yeah, go home. You run. I yeah. think I might too. Like, I, it's obviously I say that I'm the kind of guy who, in that situation, does not do that. He mm. always mm. risks it and does something stupid. Yeah. But imagine waking up tomorrow and looking at your bank account. There's an extra, or there is a hundred thousand dollars in there. What it wouldn't be tax. Rhino tax. Tax boys. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I think you go on the show to win. I'm obviously going to say dollars. this, and then. You know, I'm spineless, so I get on the show and I crumble like a little slug with salt. But, <laughs> like, you go on the show to win a million dollars. They don't call it Slumdog 100 grand. 100 grand. Mm. You call it Slumdog Millionaire. True. You go on so the show to win a million dollars. you truly playing the game if you, you don't go, go on, You go on all the way. Like, I'd rather... You're no worse off. I'm sitting at, not in this position, s- saying I'd rather regret being too brave than regret being a coward. Mm. Fair. You know what? My biggest regret in life... I was too brave. Yeah. That's what I want to say. That's what I'll put, yeah. put that on my bravestone. On my, on my bravestone. Yep. And that's what I'll call it. <laughs> His biggest regret was he was too brave. Uh, well, regardless, it feels good to be in the, in the aristocracy. So thanks for having us. My pleasure, chaps. This is, I mean, I promise you date night. This is date night. We are the, we are the aristocrats. chaps. I'm going to put out. It's been lovely. Yeah. No, yeah. I will as well. Yeah. It's been fantastic. We have some breaking news this yes. week. Um... We've officially banned my mom from listening. That's tough for me to stomach. I know. I love her. Me as well. She's like I, a second mother to me. I also love her. She's also like a second mother to me. Fair. Um, I, to be fair, we were under the impression she was not listening. I learned that was not true after last week's episode. Right. Um, it was a complicated exchange. Feelings were hurt. And the only way to describe it is to do a dramatic reenactment. Um, so I have some, some scripts for today. <laughs> Son, you'll be paying the part of my mother. Oh, wonderful. Who you've I've met, met your mum. You have. She's beautiful. Stop it. You've met, you've met King's mom? I have. That's fantastic. I didn't know it was his mum, though. That's the problem. That is the problem. That is, well, depends who you ask. <laughs> so if you look at your scripts... We've got some storyboards, folks. We have some storyboards here in front of us. I will be narrating. Excellent. Nick, you'll be playing the part of me in the blue. I'd love to. Thank this you. This is the part I was born to play. <laughs> Son, you'll be playing my mom against my best wishes. Roger. Set the scene. Scene one. Darkness on the edge of Keegan. Act one. Scene one. Proceed. You're not, you're not supposed to be listening. That would be your dad. 
I don't listen to every single one, but I do drop by regularly. Wait, what's dad? And no, 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 no. You're, you're the best mom in the world, the most supportive, but we're in no mom territory. Pause. At this point, I'm starting to panic. <laughs> this is the fight or flight. I'm in flight. The Full sweat palms. Sweat yeah. palms. I'm, I'm, I'm hiving. Continue. Thank you. Or you have to listen for when I say you can't listen. I give explicit pod warnings that if you've listened past, I, I, I don't want to know. I thought you wanted me to listen. I don't normally do podcasts. In fact, yours is the only one I listen to. Happy to leave it for the younger crowd. Smiley face. <laughs> you're, you're so sweet, mom. I would say stop listening if I say, hey, mom, stop listening, which I often do mid-episode. There are definitely some things I would rather you didn't hear, which I think would be obvious to you if you hear them. Now here I'm doing the classic. At this point, my mom has started guilting me and it's, uh, it's dawned upon me that I'm breaking up with my mom. I'm breaking up with my mom's pod listenership. It's something I never thought I'd do. I'm in the classic, it's not you, it's me phase of the breakup. Please continue, mom. Mom, first time on the pod. I'm new to the arts, excuse me. So back into character scene. Well, maybe I don't listen that much since I've never heard you say that. Amazing news! See, that's rude of her, first of all. We just pointed out that was a rude thing to say. Yeah. Mm. There are definitely some times when you should have said it, but that's another story. Okay, being a little passive-aggressive. Or, good job lying and covering it up. <laughs> Blows brains out. Wait, so hold on. You're the one who used to ask me all the time if I'd listen to your latest podcast. Classic victim-blaming. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> definitely was not top of my priority list. But I did try and make the effort to do so. Again, uh, yeah, so I'm a fucking terrible son. Thanks, Mom. That's brutal. That's a brutal yeah, mom guilt line. Yeah, brutal mom <laughs> guilt line. Like, I'm doing this for you. But Your podcast some... sucks. <laughs> but there is some redemption on her part. So, your videos are much more my style. Very happy to stick to those. Although, I did like the Marco Rubio See, message. You think that's a compliment? But that's her saying the podcast sucks. That's oh, really? her saying she doesn't, she doesn't like it. Shout out, Boys Club fans. Shout out, Boys Club videos. Our videos are sick. Our videos are sick. But honestly, Mom, like, that was hurtful. Now she's being hurtful. This is a hurtful part of the breakup. See, I, I, I can't connect because it's, it's, you know, Asian mom. I mean, you've got to take the compliments when you get them. This is, this is the most warming exchange I've ever seen. <laughs> she's letting you be you. This is incredible. But anyway, I, I, I'll carry yeah, on. Again, yeah, you're not here to be the director. Yeah, I'm not going to spring of this. So uh, <clears throat> I've probably listened to six question mark from start to finish, which is a small fraction. Okay, headed to bed. Ooh, sorry. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> I'm a Jewish mother. If my son wants me to listen to something, it's not in my nature to totally blow him off. That's a very genteel thing to do. I actually am fairly challenged getting them to play. Unfamiliar with SoundCloud. The worst thing... By the way, you should do YouTube posts. No, that's not true. Okay. <laughs> the worst thing I've heard is probably your father's comment after he heard one of them. Blacked out. I also just deleted my fake FB account tonight. So I won't even be getting notices that you posted something anymore. Which was fortuitous, but unrelated. So at this point, she's taking this terribly. She really is. She's lashing out. Yeah. She's lashing out, feeling very hurt, and it's hurting me. Doing a lot of, I didn't want them to play anyway. I wouldn't have listened to them anyway. Mm. And at this point, I do what's only natural. I try to win her back. You're really okay, Mama. It means so much that you listen, but there are definitely many you shouldn't hear. <clears throat> and I will continue to warn as I have, mid-episode. You can trust your ears. Thank you. 
but I am happy, indeed relieved, to not listen. Yeah, now you just Oof. got fucked. She yeah. just can't, sorry to yeah. break out of character. No, it's fine. She just it's came happy. And was yeah. just like, well, scene. your shitty podcast it doesn't need me, though. Yeah, that was, I don't need it. Yeah, I ended, that, I ended that trying to convince my mom to listen to the podcast that we were in a fight because I had told her not to listen to it. Have you guys talked since? She bit me in a pretzel. That's a tearjerker. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, I think it's... it's an original. I, well, 10 out of 10 to your mum for not having a single typo in these messages. I respect the grammar She game. Yeah, she does type extraordinarily yes. precisely. I mean, she's a, a fine woman. Stop it. Okay. I keep mom, you're the best. Mom, if you're listening, you weren't supposed to hear that and you told me you were listening. Listen to how well I play your son. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> you don't need him. <laughs> Um, this is just a random thing I saw today. Um, let's see. Son, it was not so believable on your end. Nope. Um, I just need you to lean into character a little more. Mm-hmm. Obviously need a little more preparation. For those listening at home, that's the wine That's pouring. the wine pouring. That's I'm the being wine. Up. The wine is pouring, everybody. Nick, it was great. A little whiny. A little whiny. Yeah. It always is. <laughs> well, you know, it's hard for me to get into character with a figure I've never really understood before. I mean, such a warm and caring mother. It's, you know, I'm, I'm used to binary. Really? Ones yes. and zeros? Mama 2 is... Uh, no, I'm joking. She's an adult child nowadays. But. Well, we didn't talk nearly enough about you. Well, please. Yes. Yeah, no so, intro. Uh, so, sorry. So, before we get into your intro, we want to... This episode is brought to you by HP Printers. <laughs> <laughs> they're printers. They're, they're totally fine. They're average. They get the job... HP Printer. Can you think of gets, another brand? Can you think of another brand? HP Printer... <laughs> I guess go with this ...gets then. the job done most of the time. Yeah, I mean, printers aren't quality products exactly but right. HP well right. they are printers right HP uh, HP well, it was a great endorsement when we, these scripts were printed these are hand yeah no these were, this is an ad read that we got sent yeah. from right, a, right. They, they, said, they told us um, send these read them many times they sent us all their slogans mm-hmm. HP printers okay in an okay way yeah HP printers if you need if you have to if you need uh, shop right if you must yeah. HP printers if you must if you must I mean, normally I would say you honor me, but I think here I could just say you acknowledge me. Exactly. <laughs> Question for you. Would you say what office character in your HP printer office are you? <clears throat> You're uh, Dwight. Are you Dwight? So here is a little bit about me. Okay. I'm terrible at TV. I've never seen The Office. So Ooh, not very eligible for says. dating apps. I so will no. say The Office is like the number one dating app profile but that can well, really play to your strength, though. Is it? Because you say you've never seen it, and like you're like, I want to watch it. You know what that is? That's a fixer-upper. Yeah, I think that's so, a fixer-upper. Oh, also, oh. everyone wants to rewatch that show. That's the thing. Everyone you say, I've never seen The Office. I a mean, woman or a man says, oh, I'd love to rewatch the show with someone seeing it for the first time. That'd be right. amazing seeing it for the first time with someone. It would be amazing getting to go through that. It's very funny. Are you recommending I should watch it? I think you should put it on your profile that you've never seen it, and yeah. you're looking for someone to watch it with. That would be good because you know I wouldn't want, mind watching that, but if someone gave me yeah. a rubbish recommendation like well, Swingers, I, I will I, also I say, oh, oh, Swingers we'll, yeah, we'll get to that. yeah, yeah, get that out of your mouth, son. You can watch that with some soap if you want, yeah. or whatever you choose, the, the grease remover in, under the stove. Um, I will say, The Office, you can learn a thing or two about paper salesmanship. See you gotta watch I the game. Tape. You gotta watch the game tape. I gotta watch. The you game gotta tape. get the hands on. You gotta watch the game tape. This is just a tweet today. This is in my brain of the week that I thought was interesting. It was kind of a joke tweet. Yeah. But basically, people were looking back at what role they played in the nativity play growing up, and then were tying it like their first role in the nativity play about and, and how it related to who they were today. That it's a holiday. You know, it's, we're in the holidays. This is going to be our Christmas episode, Christmas with Sunny. 
Christmas um, the Sunny. Well, our, our local <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge. And um, I don't know, did you, were you in any nativity plays growing up, son? I was the bush in the back. I think it was a tree, but really it was a bush. Yeah. Kind of your, 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 uh, your wallflower. For creative Your, your wallflower quality that you have about you. Very quiet. <clears throat> well, yeah, I think it was, uh, you know, I couldn't obviously be Jesus. Because, you know, look at me. Uh, could I be a wise man? No. I mean, could do that. Mary, Joseph. How no. racist was your church? Yeah. I mean, it was were you talking about race? I'm talking about, you know, size. I mean, I was just too big. Oh, too strong? Too strong, too big. Well, I was Jesus talking, wasn't so I was, strong. <laughs> yeah, I was talking Sorry about, to bring race into it. No, I was talking know. about race. I'm glad you brought it up. Well, I mean, if we're going there, then yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure that schools like to do it that way nowadays, but... No, in the eighties. No, it was it was picture picture. Well, I'm gonna say accurate, but it's hard to say accurate when you know. Did it happen? <laughs> <laughs> hey, For sure, it, the role of the bush would say that. Right. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right, right, right. See, this, like, is, this is one hateful what bush. Am I looking <laughs> at? What am I looking at here? Scorn me! I'll scorn you in thirty years. Something <laughs> seems this very off. <laughs> Don't get me started about Mary. I mean, that whole... I mean... <laughs> Not where they were going with that syllable. Sil- 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 <laughs> <laughs> Not where I thought that yeah, really? was going. I mean, you know, there's, there's an argument there. There's Nick, a, there's what were theory. you in the nativity play? Well, yeah, I didn't do that. Really? Yeah, I left this... You know, you asked me about it, and I was... You didn't I bring it up beforehand. No, I didn't, because I wanted to surprise you with it. Like... Great. That's great. You went to school that day? No, we didn't, I didn't go to school that had religion in it. You know? You had to... You're oh, Jewish. I am. And you had to do a nativity yeah. play? Well, no, so my town, my yeah. town. What are you talking my about? My town does a nativity play. Is everyone laughing at Joseph? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cuck. <laughs> Were you Joseph? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, my town does a nativity play. It's like a small Vermont town. Right. It's like a big deal. The high school seniors always are the people in the day. It's not a kid nativity play. Oh, it is that's a, even like, weirder. It is super weird. That's and a strange it's, tradition. It's very strange. And you like gather before and it's a procession like down Main Street. Okay. It's very strange. And I didn't really realize how strange it was in the moment. Because I was like, I don't really want to do this. Someone was like, it's not so much about the religious aspect of it. It's, it's the like tradition. It's like the tradition of like, yeah. it's the traditional way we do things around That's here. That's how they get people to do a lot of bad shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? I was one of those people. So yeah. I was a wise man. It was fucking freezing cold outside. It's like negative... You Three. were one of the wise men. I was one of the wise men. That's incredible. I've never met a wise man. What gift did you bring? Yes. Which one were you? I didn't have no recollection. Oh, you know what? I might have been a shepherd. I was a shepherd. You were a shepherd. That's a big drop from wise men. I yes. would agree with that. <laughs> I mean, what just happened there? I mean, man, yeah. that was man of the earth. The way King of Monster. Man of the earth. So I didn't interact with the baby at all. So that would have been a shepherd, right? Yeah, because the shepherd, they're, they're just out there tending to their flock. Right? Yeah, I think and I was you, maybe like holding a goat or something. Like I think maybe like someone cool. donated an animal. Um, only a real goat? I think they, they, have, they have a real donkey. That's a awesome. real donkey? Yeah. Did you ride it? I did not. Was not, not in the way you were in high school. Of. He was this big. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, the big moment for me was it was at we did this at this big barn that one of my friends owned. That's kind of cool. It was like a big barn on Main Street, and it was like a big reveal of Mary and Joseph and the baby were in the barn, and the shepherds led the procession to the barn, and then you had to go up and open the, this big barn door. And the barn was like on a hill, kind of. And I went up and I opened the door and the whole town's watching and I 
completely overdid it mm. and just tore the entire door off of its hinges. Oh, oh God. Like, the whole was thing went in it. it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> in a strong way. It like, wasn't like, oh, you fucked it up. It was way. like, because if it had gone all the way off, it would have looked cool. It was like very awkward of like the back clearly went out the wheels. It was like a track situation. Yeah, it was a track situation uh, of sucks. like the door slipped and that was I mean, it. We, I Which bet you seems were the very uncute. Of the play that year. Were you, did you make it to local news? Boy, I did. I was in the paper a couple times, so watch your mouth. I love the idea of making like teens do this. Because mm. you know, like a teen, like Mary and Joseph probably gave each other hand jobs in the back. Right. Like waiting for the thing. They might have been in high school. Right? No, no, they weren't. They were very pure. I think they maybe were, maybe they were the Christian kids. They were the Christian uh, kids? Maybe. Okay. Well, that's the thing is then my sister is a senior now and they asked her to do it and she was like, I'm not doing it. I'm Jewish. And my mom was like, Yeah, fuck yeah. Don't do it. It's so weird. And I was like, Why did no one say this to me? Now I'm the fucking like, ra- the like religious traitor yeah. over uh. here. You forsake your God. I did. I forsook my God. Yeah. Forsook? Is that the one? Forsaken? Keegs, why have thou forsaken me? Forsaken. I'm not sure what I said. I mean, I haven't forsaken anybody. I forsook know the word. I forsook Jewish God. <laughs> yeah. He was very... He was, and I've been... And that has forsaked. everything to do with who I am now. I've yeah. been forsaken. I've been cursed. You and Mary. I mean, the worst, worst things about that story. <laughs> you know, one woman's lie. Speaking lying, of Mary. Speaking one woman's <laughs> lie. <laughs> Totally <laughs> One woman's lie changes history forever. <laughs> As we try to transition. Um, son, are you tell us your relationship status just so we can get on the same page? Oh, you're gonna embarrass me in public? I am. Well, it doesn't have to embarrass me. Yeah, yeah, I'm proud. Just own it. Yeah. I, 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 I want to own it, but I can't. I, Look at your great so host. You're, yeah, you've got a lot to offer. Your hubby material, you know. If I had to, do, if I had to, and you know, you're forcing me. You are forcing me because I can't change the topic like this. Is no. she listening? I can. Splash bomb. Um, <laughs> unrequited love. I think that's what. Unrequited. Ah, unrequited. Unrequited. I think I'm right. I mean, I haven't. Who's the same? I can't read. You can trust Shakespeare or Hemingway. Yeah, Shakespeare. Okay, trust okay, Shakespeare. Well, so if for the listeners out there, you know, tweet us. Let us know. Wait, are you Shakespeare in that? And he's Hemingway. I was Hemingway. Okay. You're, you're Hemingway. Yeah. I'm yeah, Shakespeare. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I mean, we Far don't know superior writing. We haven't tested that yet. People have re- read Shakespeare. Nobody's read Hemingway. That's true. <laughs> People think they've read Hemingway. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> they like to drink like Hemingway. That's, that's true. It. So, that's what do you think? Un- unrequited life? Unrequited. Yes, I think it's unrequited. Okay. Yeah. Tragic, well, no? Yeah. That is yeah. tragic. Yeah. yeah. So, we're going to go through. I mean, it is tragic. And what's also tragic is our breakups. Tragic. Breakups. We're going to go through our top three breakup movies. I just think it's a smart. Mm. We go right through it. I like it as a good like. We're jumping into this. We're right jumping into this right now. Let's get into it, and then we'll we'll get into our sections. And and I should have said this earlier. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to treat Sun as a co-host slash guest slash guest co-host, a combination of the three. Ghost. We're going to go in a ghost. We're going to go through our top three breakup movies. We're going to power rank them. We're going to talk about why we feel that way. Yeah. Mm. We're going to. Sun is here as kind of an expert on Britain, which we've talked about a lot. Of oh, yeah. course, in order to interview him and treat him as such, as we did with our real estate guy, upon way his back. way back, upon like our lawyer guy, our science guy, our romance guy, our girl guy, we've put them all to the test. Our voicemail guy, we need to qualify you, you properly as bet. being an expert of Britain, and so we will be asking him um, a series of questions. Uh, after this power ranking and then in between our news stories we'll be continuing to build a case for whether Sun is an expert in the British um, Anglican ways and at or the not. end we can you know we'll come we'll to a decision we'll, we'll execute him please Sorry, judge, we'll judge me him. on my Britishness yeah. those who are from afar yes yes <laughs> uh, we will Keith <laughs> what's your number 
one breakup movie. You want to go down top well, to bottom? I think we go top to bottom. All right, what's number three breakup movie? Three breakup movie is... Um, uh, I'm debating which one to do here. I think our top two are maybe going to be the same. Maybe not. Maybe I we're wonder gonna where we're going to have them ranked. I'm going to say my number three is Black Swan. Wow. <laughs> unexpected. Very <laughs> unexpected. Black Swan because my... When I first, I talked about her uh, a fair amount a couple weeks ago on the podcast, my high school girlfriend. Um, shout out. Shout out. Um, I broke up with her when I was home for Christmas break. Uh, my freshman year of college. Yep. For the first time. I was going to say, that was the first time you <laughs> broke up with her. Um, which, you know, it set the scene for the end. But my friends, to cheer me up the next morning, bought me a bunch of pizza and then took me to see Black Swan to cheer me up. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's a it's a feel good one, and it and it has been embedded pizza. in my you mean, mind. The pizza, yes, honorable mention would have been Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. The film mind, was intolerable, which, <laughs> yeah. I, which I watched before breaking up with her. So, wow. in terms of a different breakup list, top three breakup movies. In terms of movies you want to watch before you break up with someone, Eternal Sunshine. Watch Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which it actually yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. Nick, your number three, or are we gonna go Sun's number three. Let's go with your number three. Nick first. All right, my number three Nick doesn't say enough. You know, he is no time. He gets very shy. It's a classic. It's um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, The Sword of Destiny. Ooh. Twenty sixteen, straight to Netflix. Mm. One of Netflix's first like original, you know, licensing things. I don't as, as far as I remember. And much like Keegan's, this is also circumstantial. Of I broke up with a girl I've been dating for a, a little while, like a year and a half, maybe more, maybe more. I can't remember. Exactly. And I did it sort of without telling anyone, right? I sort of just like kind of went for it because things weren't working. And you I came me. home. I told you it was happening. Yeah. And I came home. Tells and me everything. Keegan and one of his ex-girl, uh, an ex-girlfriend or girlfriend, his girlfriend at the time were on the couch. And I said, hey, I just broke up with, you know, my girlfriend. And Keegan gave me a hug and he said, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I guess we can watch a movie. And I didn't want to choose, really. So we opened up Netflix, and that was the newest movie on it. So we watched Crashing Tiger, Hidden Dragon 2, The Sword of Destiny, while I lay on the couch being sad, and Keegan and his mm. girlfriend watched me. And look at him now. Look how <laughs> and look at me now. watched you be sad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's got, this, a, it's got a solid 19% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. And then we... And then we <laughs> a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, <laughs> and a 2 out of 5 from The Guardian. Yeah. And then she and I broke up quickly afterwards, yep. and now look at us. We haven't seen that movie since. We haven't seen the movie since. I so know. also, maybe a top... Breakup movie. That could be... We're building a list for movies so watch before you break up with your girlfriend. It consoled me after my breakup because it's just... Just kung fu. Or it's just fighting. And I don't remember anything else. Well, you know why you don't remember anything else? Because it's a shit movie? Because you didn't watch it. Yeah. It's a lie. You went home and you watched porn. You watched Down on Abbey... And Keegan was with you, and that's the night. That's the way that evening ended. Likely, <laughs> yeah, it probably did end in a sad porn watching. But at the time, I, I, I you know, prepped, I started. Son, with, they know that about us already. Yeah, exactly. Like, everyone knows. If you didn't, you knew now. They were happy. They were happy and sad tissues. Yeah. What about you, son? Your number three breakup movie? No, easily, easily. Well, it's higher than four. I think it should be higher than three. But um, you asked me for three, so I'm just going to give you the the name. Fall instructions. Karate Kid. Breakup movie for the ages. Johnny is probably the most misunderstood bro in American media. That asshole LaRusso comes into town out of the blue, steals his girlfriend, allies himself with, you know, we can only describe as a voodoo master, Mr. Miyagi, who supernatural powers healed him in the heat of battle, 
came back and won in a karate tournament with an illegal head kick, which is far beyond the sport of karate. I mean, that was just outrageous. But through it all, Johnny is the most courageous and honorable bro. He even picks himself off the mat and hands LaRusso the trophy at the end of the fight. And he had to yield his girlfriend to this out-of-towner who just arrived and basically just had the world given to him for doing nothing. He just picked up karate a few weeks ago. Johnny's been practicing karate his, his whole childhood. But, you know, it's one of those sad breakup movies where the good guy lost, the bad guy got the girl. Terrible. But it is the ultimate breakup movie, I think. That's very good. Have you seen that new TV show? Cobra Kai? I've seen bits of it, and it is phenomenal. I know. It I really want to watch it. Very, very, I want to watch the whole bloody thing. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a oh. TV show that's like... Uh, it follows Johnny Johnny after oh. and he has a dojo wow you know like 20 teaches, years later does he teach it honorably or, or he restarts the Cobra Kai gym to uh, to teach you know these kids who objectively are loser kids he empowers them this is what a great bro he is he empowers these loser kids to be able to the defend great, themselves the from these school bullies I mean he lost yeah. his girlfriend and you know he, he went on living his life there was no tears there was no vengeance he just handed over honorably Honor. So back up. That's it. I'm sold. Tragic. Tragedy is entertaining. King, number two. Number two. Movie. It's got to be Forgetting Sarah Marshall for me. Ooh. Got to be Forgetting Sarah number Marshall. one. All right. Well, we're all... We we're all, all have... We're, yeah. we're going to be talking about some pretty similar movies. <laughs> I'll say it out loud now so minutes. we don't... You also it's also my number two. Okay. Breakup mm. movie. Um, yes. It is... In my mind, just is so fucking funny, so relatable. I mean, I think... I would... I think this belongs... I think this is in everyone's top... Five, I mean, honestly, this is probably many people's top five movies. Mm. Oh, yeah, for me, certainly. Yeah. So, breakup movies, you'd only expect it to be up there. It's amazing. Oh, it's yeah, so well, it just proves that you can lose a Kristen Bell and gain, and you know, gain, and, right. and, and jump back, learn right. about yourself, do what you want to do. It also does that. Maybe date Mila Kunis and learn to surf. It also has the perfect transition of, like, wanting to get back with your ex and then realizing that... It's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. Yeah. It has the best transformation. Oh. It is the best, like, from the depths, like... Going into the depths of, of of being broken up with, yeah, of like the saving the one photo and the keeping the dumb <laughs> cereal boxes yeah. and shit like that, and it's so fucking funny. Um, oh my god, the candles out and sun is dead. <laughs> that was this, this is eternal candle. I will say the hardest part of watching that movie now is how big Kristen Bell's got and how perfect she seems. Honestly, she that seems movie, amazing. That movie has affected the way I think about her. Oh my god! Like I watch her in Dak Prescott, not Dak Prescott. <laughs> Dak Shepard. Yes. You know, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. QB1 for the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, Dak Shepard. And I just am like, wow, Dak Shepard already looks like an idiot, and she makes him look like a real idiot. Like, she's the. the Dak Shepard aside, which, yeah, like. She's the pants in that relationship, and she looks awesome that light, but. She seems like the best person. That's true. And her voice is And really, her voice is awesome. Which almost makes it better, though, because it's. True. True. It, like, because. She's so sweet, and the, she narrated the panda movie. Yeah, but here she's like this icy. Oh, she's great. This, this icy kind of like. It's just hard for me to oh, like. Oh, you're keeping Peter from being much. Peter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you also have to consider this introduced the world of Russell Brand. Like this was uh, his first. He's never been in anything as good as that. He's never been nice. as good as he was in that movie. No, 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 no. Come on. Yeah. Really? 
You, you, know, you get into the Greek? Get into the Greek was he's phenomenal. He's great into the Greek. Fantastic. There's yeah. no way he's better I just than. don't think he's better. He's good. I think it's as, he's good. Isn't he the same character? He's the yes, same he's exact character. I think he's as good. <laughs> he's, just, he's in for getting Sarah Marshall. And he's just, the same person. It's like he's he's in, the same. He's in it and nothing for getting Sarah Marshall. Every time he leaves, you're like, oh, just more of that guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, the, the inside of you. Also, song. getting to the Greek is just a ridiculous movie. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry for getting Sarah Marshall. So, yeah, yes, also, what I'll say is the dynamic, I think the dynamic between him and Jonah Hill in Freddy yes. Sarah Marshall is funnier than him and Get Him to the Greek. Do you think so? I mean, I mean because Jonah Hill's like, Jonah Hill off he, while he sinks. He introduces to, I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Yes, Jonah Hill true. in that movie. Like, yeah, that perhaps the line is, I've used the most since. Yeah, that's true. Next is only for maybe Superman. Yeah. Jonah Hill, I'm I'm internally impressed at how much he's able to get fit, get fat, get fit, get fat again. Like yeah. I that's love why he's it. A professional. It's, it's a real that's why he's yeah. professional. That's why, that's why they make Coke. He crushes it. <laughs> yeah. It could be whatever he wants to be. I love that too. Yeah. I love that. And when in doubt, Adderall and veggies. He's a fashion icon now too. Yeah. Alright, so someone's your number two. Oh god. Okay. Well you you've already taken my number one, so you can plead you can plead your case for number one when we get there. Well about why it's better than all of the others. Very well, very well. Um, if I had to do it, then I would say uh, James Bond. I'm a huge 007 fan. <laughs> Casino Royale. Oh, okay. Vesper Lind is his first wow. real love. Wow, yeah. that's a really yeah, good one. Really good one. Go. The Treasury and that line at the end of the movie: "The bitch is dead." I mean, that is doesn't that just all set it up for the, all of us lads can can relate to that, right? <laughs> She's gone. She took all your money. Yeah. And now I'm going to... You've been fighting a super villain. You watched her, yeah, you watch her drown in an elevator. You, you, you lost to some Frenchie. <laughs> some Frenchie Algerian, you know, yeah. like, that happens to all of us in New York. You know, those very slick boys. And, uh, you know, and now you're going to look forward to a life of cars, international crime busting, and having casual sex with everybody and everybody the world's the most beautiful woman yeah. she's truly, he truly was broken the bitch is dead and that was it <laughs> the best thing that happened to him number, number one, one. It's, it's, undisputed. it's without a doubt anyone in the world who argues about it is honestly dead to me it's swingers it is the greatest breakup movie of all time it is the entire movie is a breakup it, it's, swingers is the equivalent of hugging your best bro after you get dumped it is it is absolutely that it is your best bro Coming into your apartment and being like, we gotta get out of here. And yeah. it's that for an hour and a half. Right. And it's a gift. Like, I'm just gonna go listen to you talk about this over and over again and drink. And, and it's just. Mwah. And it's like, who's who's playing those parts? Who's your best guy giving you a hug? It's Vince it's Vaughn. It's Vince Vaughn. Who's sympathetic? But, but how old is you? He? He's like 20. He's 20. He's you. And he looks good. He looks real good. Yeah. He's talking about the beautiful babies. And who's the who's the pathetic sap? Oh, it's just John Favreau. It's just John Favreau. Sitting there in a wife beater. Drinking, you know, milk out of the carton, yeah. debating whether or not he's going to call the girl he met at the bar. Oh, what happens? He calls her twelve times, gets mixed up. It's it's the everyman. It is the everyman. And who does of he end up with? You know, can't, do not spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Never mind. Seen it. But it is the, it is the greatest ending to a breakup movie of all time. Like I love oh, the I love the puppet, the puppet scene Nine with the, the dick in in Freddie Marshall, but it is not even close. I watched the entire movie. It's the, the most swingers. surprising. It ending. is the most surprising ending. I watched the entire Swingers movie in all of its beauty to make it, and it's so good, to make it to the final scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it is the epitome of, I'm in the dumps, I'm in the dumps, I'm in the dumps, I'm in the dumps. Yeah. It also has a thing for me where it's but like, wait. the movie itself has now come together with like the oral history I've read a bit about it, of like, it was never supposed to get made, they were looking for other actors, and they were like, let's just do it ourselves. No one wanted to put up the money for it and they did it and it was a huge hit and it's just like they were at, they're were they actually friends and all that stuff right. oh, what's well, like watching Good Will Hunting 
Yeah, Mwah. It's like watching Good Will Hunting and being like, those guys yeah. recruited Robin Williams right. to do this. Good Will Hunting's a great movie, but I like it better because I know like Matt Damon yes. and Ben Affleck wrote it and they were right. super right, right, young right. and all that Right, shit, where it's like know? the only studio that would offer swingers any money yeah. did it under the guise that Vince Vaughn, who was this nobody who'd yeah. written this movie with John Favreau, who's also nobody, was not going to play the the best friend. Right. And they said, we will, we're not going to take the money. Like, he's playing it. And they, like, there's scenes with the refrigerators open, and they're just, it's because they're using that as light. Like, yeah. they had no lighting. They were using cameras that were so loud, they had to wrap them in winter jackets so that they wouldn't. I mean, it's incredible. It's incredible. And you can't. It's, it's the dream. It's, it's, the, it's the filmmaker's dream. And it's the, the process. It is the filmmaker's dream. It's yeah. the, the dream is that you and I write a movie like Swingers. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, and it didn't do that great at theaters, and it blew up. It's like this cult. Amazing Straight movie. Home, you can't watch it in clips because it has amazing lines. Most quotable movie, maybe. Both oh, times. in terms of breakups, without it, without yeah. a doubt. Oh, okay, so, so yeah, son, you're number one. Why is Sarah forgetting Sir Marshall top for you? Like, what does it ring for? <clears throat> we just talked about what it does. For, mm. You know, what what Swingers does for us and, and every other person who's mm. not a schmuck who's seen it. Mm. What does forgetting Sir Marshall do for you? What does it do for me? Well, I mean, besides the uncontrollable crying, and I am a crier, the world should know. I mean, I'm not even ashamed anymore we, at this point. We, we're here How can you be ashamed when you've done it so much, right? So, right. <clears throat> I think it. I think it largely is Russell Brand. The guy's a bloody genius. He's I mean, so funny. he he is a hyper. I mean, okay. So I would just start this again and say the guy is incredibly smart. Firstly, he's not what you think he is. I know we we in America, he's got this image of being this like, you know, sex. I think he's got the award like top shagger. Sex monster. He married Katy Perry. You know, it doesn't say a lot there. Things I cannot relate to in any way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. there, there we go. Top shagger. Right. Sex monster. <laughs> yes. You know, wears high heels and has his shirt down. You know, all the way down to his flipping uh, belly button. All of that stuff. But actually, the guy is incredibly clever. He's a Cambridge grad. Um, he. You went to Oxford, is that right? No. How dare you? You know, listen to a listen to a you know a, a boys club fancy pants episode where they've had Russell Brand on, and the guy is incredibly spiritual, connected, smart, intelligent guy. And actually, you know, if you if you draw down in that movie just a layer beneath the jokes, there's a really solid story there. We've all been that chap. You know, we've all been Russell Brand taking somebody as ex on a holiday to Hawaii. <laughs> I love this killing. I mean, every truly, movie is you're, truly, the, you're, the, guy. you're the villain. You're the bad guy in every fucking movie. That's the most twisted. Oh, yeah? Well, I, I was like, <laughs> we've all been addicts? Yeah. <laughs> like, the tale of an addiction. Now we've all stolen someone's yeah. girl and brought our exclusive plus girls, one vacation. All fake and the bastard has hung us. around. He's <laughs> just hung around you and just, you know, cop blocked you at every turn. But you still shagged the girl and you ran away and you. Sh- oh, and you shagged the maid before you ran off, too. I mean. Just a perfect story. There we have it. Well, son, thank you so much for sharing you with us. Um, as we're going to dive into our stories now, we've got to start with some questions just to double check your Britishness. The only way. And also to prepare the audience. Um, because frankly, I don't know whether you're putting on a show or what. One. I'm always putting on a show. What are you allowed to call people that we aren't? Just let's get the words that you're allowed to use that we're not allowed to use out of the way right away. I mean, is this like a, a philosophical question? Others? Notice. Others? Outsiders? What do you... No, no, in terms of, like, the lingo of, like, is there any words in British you can say that in America we can't say? Oh, a bunch of stuff. I mean, you know, C-bombs in England, it's very normal. Okay. Yeah, you can't. I mean, can I say it on this podcast? Yeah, help us. Yeah, I don't we'll, bleep wanna, it out. we'll bleep it out. Can't! Oh, it sounds better, though. <laughs> it does. It sounds, way, it sounds way better. You yeah, can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, chaps. And sorry, the babies listening. We should be apologizing. Lots of babies. Lots beautiful, of babies. Some beautiful babies. Again, you've got to... <laughs> you you apologizing to more to the beautiful babies in the chaps. Yeah. Yeah. Melodies, you know. 
There are a bunch of things you can't say, um, but no, I mean, I think that would probably be like the okay. most striking. Right. The moist. Are... Moist? You can't say that in America, in England, absolutely. How would you describe the sure, perfect people cake? People are always like, oh, moist is my least favorite word. I right. hate hearing when people say moist. Right, the weather, cake, perfect cake should be moist, but here, you, you, would, just say, you would say soggy. No, I mean, it's like a little weird. No, a lot of people are like, oh, I can't hear the word moist. Really? I hate it, it sounds yeah, so gross. Moist Deutz. Moist Deutz. Yeah, we used to yeah. say it all the time. It doesn't bother me. Moist. Me neither. Moist. moist. Sorry, I'm moist, moist right now. Cake should be moist. Yeah, call Absolutely. me out for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Soggy. Yeah. The weather isn't moist. Yeah. My loins should be, be moist. Yeah. It's a bit moist. You know. it's a bit moist. Yeah. Everyone's winning. If, should if I bring the, an umbrella the, today? It's a bit moist. The, the nodes are moist. I guess you use it more in terms of the weather. Yeah. yeah. It seems weird. People are soft. And gas. Right. Of course. I mean, I don't know what that's like, but... <laughs> Me neither, I just... I've never... I just I'm, wanted to let that... that just <laughs> someone drew a diagram a little bit. See how long we Okay, well, we're going to have a rule that if you say something that sounds bad and we don't know what it means, we're going to let it go once, and then we're going to start bleeping it out. <sighs> yeah, how much of my contribution have you, have you already bleeped out by this point? It depends how long the bleeps can be. Yeah. Well, put the button on the table. <laughs> I have a follow-up question. Is Austin Powers offensive to you? No, the guy's a genius. I've met him. When? Uh, we were having dinner in, uh, in, I think it was Greenwich, Ian Brasserie, great Japanese place. And when he was sat on the table next to us, and I was having dinner with Mummy, actually. Mummy too was in town. And she noticed him rec- right away. Mummy? I didn't recognize him. Because uh, he wasn't wearing like the... The Austin Powers outfit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that wasn't dressed he, as Austin Powers. He just looked That's like so strange. Right. And then she started like waving and he waved back. And he's actually a really good sports about it. I, I think his wife wanted to enjoy the dinner. So she was like, you know, rolling her eyes and whatever. But uh, we got a quick picture. And um, yeah, um, we, we met um, Mike Myers. The guy's a legend. And, he's, and little do people know, he was actually also in Inglorious Bastards. Oh yeah, it's great. We all know that. He, okay, yeah. you, you chaps know, but a lot of people don't. And he was fantastic in it. Because in a way, he's playing a British general. And he's doing Austin Powers again, but as a British general. And it's fantastic. So you respect it? I respect the game. Yes, okay. absolutely. Question, do you, have a fo- do you have the photo on you right now of the Mike Myers with, with Molly? No. Uh, didn't happen. I mean, I probably do because it's in the it's in the don't device. Believe don't believe me. Okay, you can well. easily Photoshop that in that amount of time. Yes. Next up, would you mind ranking the hottest fa- members of the royal family? Catherine. Catherine. <laughs> Give us like the top three. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you who's last. Beatrice. I don't even know who that is. Exactly. Uh, an offshoot house. You wouldn't have known it, but um, you know they, they are they are the hanging honors. Doing Princess that. Beatrice of York. There we go. The do nothings of the royal family. They oh, are the they are what the public rally rail against. They they do nothing. And Is that that looks like a photoshopped photo, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks like a toad that's been put in a dress. <laughs> and and put, at what's that Ascot? Yeah, they're at yeah. Ascot. Right. I mean, you know, there there are such chains of branches of the family. Um, but yeah, Catherine. I mean, if we can go all time best, then Diana would be up there. But Catherine, today, are you over Princess Di? No, no one's ever over it. She was a she was a saint, you know. She was she was the one. Do you think she's still alive, like Tupac? A piece of me wants to believe it, um, because you know, dying in France of all places would be a terrible waste. Um, on the run with your with your hubby boyfriend from the. Paparazzi, but, but what what a story! I'm surprised no one's made a movie out of that yet. Maybe they have, but I, don't, I haven't seen it. I feel like she's the only one that's like off limits. Um, off limits in what sense? Like for making the movie, like they're gonna make the Michael Jackson oh, movie, see. they're gonna yeah. make all that stuff, but no one's gonna make the Diamond. Yeah. I don't. To be honest, and this is gonna sound callous, I just don't get it. 
good. Like, obviously, it's terrible that she died, but that, like, she's, like... She was oh. just the best? Yes. I mean, notice my two choices, by the way, are commoners. You know, they're princess commoners. You know, they were the public. Muggles. You could say that, you know, but they are, they are you know, fantastic. But so far, Catherine's proven to be fantastic. Diana was the people's princess. You know, she, she came from nothing. She married in, and she did all this great and great and goodness in the world, and she's she's the she's the fairy tale, and that's why people love her. Catherine is doing very much the same thing, and then if we're going to talk about it, and I think people want to hear this, Megan, I mean, just if if refunds were allowed, eh? If you can turn that one back, turn that the clocks, do that one over. <laughs> why? Awful. I mean, come on, it's just so messy. Isn't it? Don't you think? You I don't know. I don't understand the royal gossip. Yeah. I like gossip. You like, like gossip? I like celebrity gossip. We like gossip, but yeah. we don't like it in our royal family. That's that's another level. But it's all their fault? It's not their fault. It's, it's Harry's her fault. fault. It's her family. Harry's it's fault. It's her scandalous Harry's family. Oh, it's Harry's fault. I will no, no, no. She's I, fallen out of her yeah. sister, her father. Harry's you know, fault. They're all selling Harry's, stories Harry's on each other. Harry's keeping them apart. Well, Harry's not exactly the best. Lame proposal. We can all chase it back to a lame proposal. Yeah, he blew it. Honestly, if you're filthy rich, you're going to propose by roasting a chicken? That sounds awful. He's not filthy rich. He's appropriately rich. From well, he acts like he's filthy he's rich. Appropriately <laughs> rich. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a big royalist. I, I won't lie. I mean, I, I, I really... Who's your first him. boss? It was Her Majesty. Yeah, so she was my first boss. All right, now power rank the male royalty in terms of how hot they are. Oof, well, Charles I mean, today or of all time? <laughs> right now. You can't list like Henry, Henry VIII, because yeah. he would be my favorite. Was he? He's the big guy, right? He was larger than life. They would say. I saw his armor. Eight, eight wires. Big right? cod piece. You know yes, saying. cod piece. Absolutely. Is he's, it actually called a cod piece? Uh, I believe so. A coin right, purse, cod up. piece. You know. That's for his budgie smuggler. Yeah. Below the shoulder, boulder holder. All right, we'll bleep all this out later. Good God, you're quick. Yeah, all of those. Yeah. Um, That's what they teach in school there. Yeah. Exactly. He's a shimmy shag, mates. Yeah. <laughs> they just make up words. He's 5,000 all... words for dick. <laughs> they're all going to sound mean. They all rhyme and they're all sing-songy. Harry Potter makes a lot more sense now yeah, that like, exactly. I know where J.K. Rowling came from. Everything's a sing-song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a Dr. Seuss book, but real. Yeah. All right, um, hottest, hottest male hottest members male of the royal family. Men are alive now. Life today. Yeah. I mean, you're not giving me a lot of choice here, but I would, I would, well, you know, I, mean, I would say William because he is the most handsome. No hair, hair, whatever. He's still a handsome chap. Looks like a fucking bean. Yeah, I hate that well, dude. Well, you know, when he was a teenager, the guy was a was a lady killer. You know how much I mean, you like yeah. American girls were swooning over over young William. Harry less so because you know he's just the redheaded stepchild. <laughs> That's the rumor. And then I, Charles. And, and well, no, Charles is down there. <laughs> but you know, there's other parts of the family where there's a there's a few. But no, I mean, those the, the gene the genes there. You know, it's it's very much the same kind of look, especially among the men. The nose, the, the jaw, the ridiculously early onset of boldness. Yeah, Harry's <laughs> well, got a strong head of hair. Too bad he's got no heart because he's not he's truly. Not truly he's <laughs> yes. a stepchild. I'm in on How this. How much evidence do you want? Yeah. <laughs> Where did he has all of his from? hair, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, oh man. But it's mom's dad. It's mummy's dad. Is it? That's what they say, right? That's a science. Man. You think they don't have a PR machine over there? Mm. Oh, it could be where I started. Absolutely. The royal family started. Yeah. The, the royals, professionals at starting conspiracies. I'll tell you who has a, a great line of sight on these things is uh, the venerable Sir Michael Holsey. He, he would be a great person to speak to about the royals. He's, royal family? Yeah, he's, he's a bit of a, a fan and a commentator. He knows his way around, you know cousin or two and uh, yeah he could, he could probably give you a top 
five hot list for the royal family okay. male. I couldn't. I could just give you Catherine. Yeah. Okay. And Beatrice is last. Maybe we. Maybe, the beginning and end. Maybe we'll have Alpha to call in Sir, Sir Michael Halsey as our, as our royal hot. Guy. He's knighted. A royal yeah. hotness guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, last question. What's your top three favorite desserts? Oh God. Okay. So you know what I'm going to go for because it's the classic. It's spotted dick. Custard. Custard. You guys don't do really custard in America. What is spotted dick? In the Midwest, dick? they do custard. More, well, no, not the way they more do curious about the spotted dick part than the custard part. But oh, yeah, spotted dick. I mean, okay, so it's it's a sponge with raisins through it, I think. Okay. With, That's um, your favorite dessert? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's delicious. It really is. Because it's, it's, it's the memories of it. You know, you have it in school growing yeah, up. Like, right. The, yeah. the fucking London bit, Blitz. It's and we like, were in a train station eating things out of cans. Yes, actually. Spotted dick was served in cans. And it's yeah, very no, I, good. I know. Yeah, it's, it's, you can still it's get a wartime dessert. <laughs> yes, yeah, indeed. It's like me liking hardtack is my favorite, like, bread. Or cheese in a tube. It reminds me of guys. the trenches. <laughs> yeah. Kagan, you would be the, you would have such a low survival probability in <laughs> trenches. <laughs> <laughs> For many reasons, this is true. Yeah, this is true. I'm, I'm not going to stick up for you in that no, 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 no. For many reasons, I would be dead so I mean, fast. You may as well just stand in the field. Why muddy your boots? Right, right. Exactly. Your I'll die dick. clean. Yes. I'll die clean. I All right, so spotted one. dick is number one. Yeah. Spotted dick is number one. You're supposed to go I mean, it's Christmas, so I'm going to make it festive as well. Mince pies, Mr. Kipling's. Um, is he, mince pie made of meat? Uh, no, well, traditionally, yes. Um, and when I say traditionally, I mean before my time. You know, like back in, I'm going to say the Tudors, something like that. But uh, nowadays, it's it's uh, suet, raisins, and you know some nuts and some good stuff. It's all very nice uh, in a pastry, and they are everywhere in England in Christmas, and they're the best. I mean, you could just have them like a snack straight out. No need for a bowl or custard or anything like that. You just have them in your hands and then in your mouth, inside in your pockets, you, deep inside you, Delicious. right next to your spotted dick. Right next to the spotted dick. Yeah. If you've still got room, then you can add in some custard in there. And, and number custard three? makes everything perfect. Oh, I think. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, you might not, you might disagree with me when I say this. Maybe but I really like flan. Oh no, I like flan. Flan. Yeah. That's the only oh, one I agree I'm, with. Of all that's the only one I like. Yeah, fucking it's a good, really good dessert. Like, okay, great. Sounds they do it better in Europe. I thought it had a bad rep in. It the does. US. People don't like the. The milkiness the, of it. Yeah, right? it's like that weird, strange It's a very taste. light and delicate dessert. Yeah, it is like, very light. Refined yeah. and, yeah, I mean, I think I need a drink. This is like getting deep into my inter- psyche. We have yeah, to I mean, make sure we yeah, vet yeah, you yeah, properly. We're not going to just label you as British and believe you. Yeah. Well, that was the last Honestly, question. Honestly, those top two choices are trash. Yeah. Really? It's not the last I just can't believe anything Oh, I know. I'm sorry. in your time. Let me throw in the bonus round. Let me go in like my 1.5. Don't say it. Don't say it. It's gonna be fruitcake. Fruitcake. I knew it was gonna be fucking everybody's wedding favorites. Disgusting. It's not everybody's. It's not everybody's favorite. It's go-to wedding choice. Go-to is not the same favorite. Again, war time dessert stands against you, sir. Again, the history things are so not good. The history dessert is rationing. It's like the history of dessert was literally let's take everything we have that isn't being used to make bullets and put it in a cake. Yeah, a tin and bake it. As long as we're allowed to run the ovens right. without giving off enough light Raisins to the, to the bombs we have. to drop on us. Bright white icing over it, though, which makes it better. Bet. See, when you have to say, like, it makes it better, it's I mean, not, you it's think not about a good yeah. You're making cake from things which weren't, you know, I mean, you didn't have all of the ingredients in the world when you, when you had Bro, it's like eating cake. a shoe. Like, I'm making bread out of okay, something that wasn't what? a shoe, but it wasn't one, bread before. Which is along that line, but I, I think it's a fair compromise. Carrot cake. 
Everyone's wartime favorite. It is genuinely and objectively sweet and delicious. Carrot that icing. Really yeah. Carrot cake. Yes. It's, it's we, can all, we can agree on carrot cake. Can we agree on this? Carrot cake different is than really fruitcake. You can't yeah. equate the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. You can only equate the two of them that some people really don't like. Them. Right, there's like a, a dynamic in the there's a flavor like. in there that's really good. The yeah. combination of the, the cream cheese frosting and the cake is delicious. So we can agree that this is the compromise. For me, it's just ridiculous. I can't believe I have to, to compromise like, you on carrot cake as a top five dessert. I would never list that in my top you know, five. This reminds me a lot of, uh, and I hate to quote other material as we're in the process of creating our gold standard material content here. But do you remember Bora? I'll bleep it out. I think it's Bora, or maybe it was Bruno, where he he uh, wanted to be famous and he goes to the Middle East. And he brokers a power meeting between um, Israeli general and the Palestinian like rebel leader, and they're arguing. And he's trying to broker peace between them, and he's trying to position that um, Hamas. You know, they have this mutual respect for Hamas, but they think they're talking about Hamas. Hamas. Is that a dictator? <laughs> or is that? I can't remember. I can't remember either. Yeah. It, it is. I mean. <laughs> I think we just had a New Yorker cartoon. Hamas! I thought we were talking about a spread! It's a guy looking at a ballot. I love it. It's a classic. Classic genius. Classic dad. Alright, well that's honestly... It's enough for now. I've heard enough. I've heard enough to... I've said enough. I will say that it works in your favor because I expected trash choices for dessert and that's exactly what I got. So that's the British answer. I mean, it is the British... I would say that was the most believable of any of them. Kings, what's our first story of the week? First story... I think we should just blaze for these stories. I think so too. Um, First story says their Union Station. There are many of these throughout the country. This one is in Denver. I've been there. It is a nice place. Has had all of their stall doors... I've been there too. ...removed from their... They've had all the stall doors removed. So now you just shit... Like you're in prison. Like you're just sh- watching everybody shit. You're kidding me. That's today. They're, they're gone today. This is this is contemporary <laughs> United States. My, my thought my thought experiment to you. Truly, two. a land of savages. Imagine if they did that in New York. <laughs> Imagine what you would see <laughs> in the Grand be. Central Penn Station <laughs> Port Authority God bathrooms awful. with no stalls. God, God awful. Yeah. Oh my God. You would see babies throwing shit. Yeah. Adult people. You would see homeless people. Like, you know, throwing their own shit at you. Right. You would never use a public restroom You'd see again. normal people throwing their own shit at you. You see a few bummers, yeah. I you know, you s- I mean, public restrooms in, in areas that are public transport are only for emergencies, of course. That's a true emergency. That is a true emergency. I think the idea is hilarious. The idea is... Well, the idea... There yeah, was too much drug use. Know. Drug use. Not drug so use. hilarious. There's too much drug use. But it's also just like, guys, what are the public bathrooms and bus stations for if not drug use? Yeah. Honestly, too, like, Denver's homeless situation is not good. And it's cold as hell, so, like... Really? There's, there's lots of homeless in Denver. A lot, a lot. There are better places to be homeless than in Denver. D- what, what totally are they agree. I don't know if it's... I don't know why. I don't know if it's, like, a ski bum thing or, like, a what, but... Yeah, when we say homeless, do we actually mean homeless as we... I don't know. There's a lot of or, people on the know, street, is, even in the Is cold. this, like, you know, new graduates? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm not sure. I mean, you know, you've seen it though, right? I think it's. Documented. I wasn't there for that often. Go, I wasn't there okay. for that. I was. I know. I know. San Fran obviously is a huge homeless yeah. problem. I. At least the weather is a great place rode, to be homeless. I yeah. rode the the plane one time in the airport from Atlanta to New York with the homeless guy who was like, yeah, "I want to give New York a shot," and I was like, "It is." So much yeah. colder there. It's, nice. it's very cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need a better jacket. <laughs> um, in the boring voice. <laughs> voice. That's what I spoke to him like that. He didn't like it. Um, yeah, so you just got people shitting in the open. They're going to put in doors there that are short enough, so tall enough that you can have privacy shitting, but short enough that employees can make sure you're not using drugs. So it's just like a wiener cover? I think it's going to be a wiener cover. I picture like a saloon... 
you know, bar door. You know? Yes. I like it. That just was a door. swinging door. Cover your face. <laughs> right. Your dick and ass or ass. Yeah, just head. Yeah, exactly. Your you, grundles. Just unless you can spot a dick in a line-out. <laughs> in a line-up. <laughs> Definitely not injecting into his dick. None of these right. guys are. Yeah, I love that. Denver. It continually amazes me. It doesn't help me because I'm a nervous pooper as it is. I can't poop in public bathrooms. I have enough trouble pooping in public bathrooms or mm. private bathrooms for that matter. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I'll never poop again. I mean, you're, you're not nervous of sharing a cubicle with more than, you know, four people. Though. It's true. Curry night? Sorry. Inside joke, I suppose, isn't it? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, next question. Uh, we're back to our British expertise questions. Son, mm. this mm. is an important one. Is Mary Poppins real? Yes, absolutely. Where did the songs come from? <laughs> Why do people love the Great British Bake Off so much? Mary Berry. Next question. <laughs> she is a national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> that was, do you watch it? Uh, I, up until she left, and then now I've got zero interest because the new people are scumbags. She was the heart and soul of that show. So you think that people are just were so in love with her that they've stayed on for the scumbags? Well, you know, what is the Bake Off without Mary Berry? You basically... It's just I mean, a, that's what we're asking you. It's just, it's just a picnic in the and field. Look at her. Look at her. She is... Would you not? Would you not? It's the most I mean, British person I've ever seen. Hey, no, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? Her teeth are perfect. Okay, her so she's not the most... She could have been... She could be a pirate. You like, can see her hanging like, on for dear life. She could have been like it, Sir Francis you know, Drake. She would have all of us, actually. Yeah. She's still alive. Yes, indeed. She's going strong, mate. Honestly, like, that's the thing, though, that she could be 35. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah. tell. Yeah, I mean, she's, that, she's got that look. It's the solar like, rays from the oven, right? It's just right. hyper aging. Right. One of the super tan. You're yeah. like, you could be 39 or 70. Yeah, I mean, life by the oven, man. She she is. She really gave it all for our baked goods. For your baked goods. All right, yeah. fair but enough. Make sure no soggy bottoms. Wait, the girls love that. No soggy bottoms. Yeah. He knows the Go show. On. We're gonna bleep that out too. Yeah. Oh come um, on. I will say, fuck Paul Hollywood. Yes, that guy is a creep, and you know what? I have it in good authority. He's a pedophile. I mean, does it look like it? Look at him. Look at him. You tell me. Look at him. All right. Yeah, goatee. There Not a good look. That's an interesting answer. Only for magicians or, or pedophiles. Yeah. Don't buy his cakes. <laughs> Don't buy his You'll cakes. You'll wake up with a kidney missing. We're right back in our next news story of the week. We've got a petition. I had no idea that this was a thing. The Holland Tunnel, up until now, had very specific holiday decorations where it was H O. And the O is a wreath. Yeah. L-L-A-N. There's a Christmas tree over the N. D. Tunnel. T-U. Wreath over the U. N-N-E-L. Ooh, wreath for the U. And the Holland Tunnel. 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 The, yes. I mean, is that how the Dutch say it? Maybe. Tunnel. But maybe. Maybe. Didn't do anything with the L? No candy cane? No, no candy cane. It is, there That's are a three, three decorations. There is an O... In Reef. Holland, there's an A, there's a tree in an A shape over the N, and there is an O over the U in tunnel. I mean, budget cuts are severe this year. Right. Yeah, so some we need to commuter, fix the some commuter <laughs> saw this and was like, this is fucking ridiculous, it hurts my brain. Like, you should fucking keep the first wreath where it is, you should just move the Christmas tree over one to the A where it fits, Yes. and then take out the O from the second letter where it doesn't belong from the right. second word and give a candy cane and on the L 21,000 people signed this petition that's so a person who is finally, so sick of their commute he's so sick of they his commute they should be on a watch list. yeah I mean when you go through that and I think yeah. his mindset he was like I didn't even vote for how I think many they, people signed up? over 21,000 I think that's about 21,000 more people that turned up for the inauguration of the president I mean that's amazing yeah. that people mm-hmm. amazing. Right. Or the, or the wrong letter. to stand by the things they believed yeah. in yeah. boom boom yeah. 
Yeah. Liberals in New York. Or who showed up to my royal wedding protest. Also Ooh. true. Yeah, it's true. It was, it okay. was hurtful. It hurt. Yep. Yep. I didn't swore over it. Sorry, say um, it again. Nothing. And <laughs> <laughs> basically, at first, I, I saw a photo of this guy, and I was like, fuck this. Like, this guy, I hate, I don't know, the, the idea of starting a petition for something so minor when there's so many other things going yeah. on. It seems like a, like, what the fuck? But then I thought about it, and I was like, this guy saw something about New York infrastructure that he fucking hated, and he made it his purpose to end it. Like if you see something, his, say something. If you see something, say something. And he was like, this is so mind-bogglingly stupid. Yeah. I'm going to take this to the courts with a fucking sign. I get thousands and thousands of people to sign this and to change this one thing that makes Let's my know. day a little worse. Like, that's the everyman. That is Batman. I mean, on the other side of that, you know, the government agency that was in charge of that, they're now going to have a serious performance review of their intern who they gave this, like, fun project to. to no, do. yeah. So, <laughs> that's you know? so the, the thing is that apparently this has been, like, a tradition oh. for decades. People are mad about this. They like, just this do was it like wrong? A, this was a quirky thing that they've just done this way for oh, decades, God. for four uh, years. That's unforgivable. I mean, that's, yeah, that would drive me so nuts. So is this on the New York side or the New Jersey side? This is all changed the, everything. Bloody Sorry. awful, isn't it? That is just... I like, think it's Jersey side. Look this up. Yeah, yeah I think it is. Folks, I think it is. Oh, god awful. Uh, but it's but, ridiculous. But it's like looking at something in your room, being like, "Yeah, it's sentimental, so I don't want to move it." Right. I've had that. I've had that mug. I, that's for, I had a mug that just didn't belong in my room. Yeah, I was like, oh, I, "What am I going to do with that mug?" Sentimental is important, but you make old condoms. You should just throw them away. I've been told that. Not if you wash them out. They're not old. They're new. Oh, recycling is important. To be yeah. fair. I mean, yeah. the world needs recycling. Right? What else is your I'm What else are your desk drawers for? It's true. <clears throat> no, honestly, what are they for? Because I have. I have, I have, no <laughs> I have no papers. I have no papers. I don't have destrols. You know what they got to do to fix the MTA? Legalize weed. I, I can't see the connection between re- ad- increasing revenue on taxing weed and fixing the MTA. And I mean, s- there's enough money in the system. You just got to spend it. In the right place. I agree with that as well. Don't, don't listen you to know, you, You're just putting more water into a leaky bucket. You just, let's turn this into an economy discussion. Let's, let's, let's Anti-Cuomo? No. Pro-Cuomo? Uh, well, not pro. I would, I would say there's a discussion there. There's... I'm, I'm a co- <laughs> um, mm. Mm. how do I do this without alienating your audience next question up yes. so we're going to interview you back about how it feels <laughs> to be British how does it feel to have people like you because of your voice that's never happened to me that's such a lie that's such a lie that's such a lie that's never that's such a lie now you're that's immediately you're, you're more likable you read it yeah oh you're too kind I mean that's like no but it, that has nothing to do with your personality trust me well, you know, but there, there, there we go. I mean, is is a nice voice stroke accent enough to compensate for a dismal personality? I would say no, but was, I would say it's enough to make a, a good first, a better first impression than, mm, than usual. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say you know, and I know he's listening, but you know, it worked for Graham, so I guess an accent is everything. And it did work for Graham. What yeah. an uppercut that was, eh? It did. Well, you complimented him. Uh, did I? Shit. It's a kidney punch. Yeah. He'll edit it out. He'll edit it out. We'll see. Yeah. Um, well, how annoying is it when people come up to you and say, You sound like you're from London! Speaking of forgetting Sir Marshall. Do they yeah, that? That one, that one is a bit rubbish, in all honesty. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Because there's no response. You know, what, what does he say in the movie when he says that? I don't, I don't know what he says. I think it's, I think I think it's jumps in. I think he goes right. like, oh, it's in my fucking leg, right? He, it's where so he says, get out of my fucking, it's raping my leg. It's raping my leg, <laughs> right. Get it fucking out, mate. I don't think he's, I don't, you he doesn't to, answer yeah. that. <laughs> no, I don't think he does. And, um, you know, there's nothing I can immediately think of to say when people say that. You know, say It's a bit of a conversation end. You're not on your toes enough. No. Some, could be an Are you from weird. London? I say I'm from Texas. <laughs> it's good. It's a fake accent. Girls buy me drinks. This I is a speech like impediment. You could yeah. really get them. Like, sorry, I, I don't sound like you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite follow? What's your favorite American accent? Oh, 
You know what? I dated this uh, lovely girl a few years ago from Louisiana. Uh, she's from Baton Rouge, and she was, I would say, crumpet in that. Um, you know, she had a sweet uh, southern accent. Crumpet? Oh, come on! Do you believe that one? <laughs> I don't know what that means. We need a little sass in there. Yeah. A little <laughs> sex know, on the show. It's, like it's, like it's crumpet sexy. Yeah, crumpet, crumpet with warm butter through the little cracks. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ! This is this is it sounds like a jazz instrument. Off like level sexy. Up. Like, Mary Berry is getting moist listening to this. Yeah. Sounds like you're fucking a trumpet <laughs> with a croissant. Like it's super messed up. Buttery, buttery. <laughs> Louisiana accent is the most insane answer to that question. I would never Super have said that. Right? Super southern, very polite, and oh, uh, I was thinking like Bayou. Yeah. You're oh no, like, no, no. I was no. like true detective. No, right. no fiction. No, no. Just a uh, really southern and nice. You know, okay. what you see in the movies, anyway. That. Uh, I like Minnesota. I want Minnesota. You want Minnesota? I thought I fucking loved like the What's really the Midwestern. Show I can't do it. I can't do it. You can probably do it. <laughs> no, the pressure's on. Come on, you're yeah. a bit of a hecky. Yeah, it's like I go play hacky. Oh, we're going through the stir. Oh, man, that's so nice. Oh, yeah, it's so nice of you. So nice of you to come yeah, by and make that. All right, all right, all right. That's enough of that. We're going into our voicemails, bringing back our boy, Agent Red, the king, bringing us out of these technical difficulties with the voicemail. Welcome back. It's been a minute. We missed you. We love you. Your favorite voicemail guy, Agent Red, coming up right now, this second. Dial it up. Hey, boys, what's up? Uh, I got another experience for this past weekend. Uh, all right, so I went over to my buddy's house uh, to meet his family and whatnot. They're having like a nice dinner, and I'm still in school for finals, even though I graduated last week. Don't understand that. School's corrupt. Um, but his grandma was over, and she has dementia, like severe dementia, and she probably only can remember things for like five minutes at a time, and then she's like a blank slate. And, you know, I've never kind of met anybody that had dementia. Like, thank God my grandparents are still highly functioning and whatnot. And, you know, it was a funny, you know, it was a funny dinner. Every five minutes, like, she would stop looking at me and be like, who are you? So I had to introduce myself probably like 30 times throughout the course of the meal. Um, just funny, like, nuances of, like, her, like, asking, like, what the dog's names are, you know, simple, simple things like that just, like, need to be reminded. Um, long story short, me and my buddy ended up having to take his grandmother back to the nursing home, which was like right around the corner from where his parents live. And I'm like walking through this nursing home and I'm looking at all these old people. And of course, like there's like just standing like two guys playing chess who probably hate each other. There's one lady who's got like this gallon of applesauce sitting in a rocking chair. And then the one lady that really caught my attention was this old lady who had been trying to lock her door for probably the entire time that we were in there dropping off his grandma, which was like 15 minutes. She kept locking it, unlocking it, locking it, unlocking it. And it kind of dawned on me, like, I don't know if this is, like, an irrational, I guess, like, thought, but, like, if I ever reached that age, like, I would hope somebody's like, push me down the stairs or, like, put a kink in my oxygen tube. Uh, I don't think, like, personally, I would want to, like, live to see myself turn into that. And I was talking to my friend about it, and he said it was really fucked up. I mean, granted, you know, obviously, grandma's got that kind of problem, but I wasn't referring to strictly just grandma. I was just saying, like, personal you know, I wouldn't want to see myself come to that. Uh, let me know what you guys think. You know, is it kind of irrational to have, like, this fear of getting too old? Let me know. Um, Agent Red, you are a mystery to me, and I love it. This is a heavy one. Are you okay? <laughs> Check up on our boy here. Um, I think it's it's pretty normal to be afraid of getting old. I think the fear of death is yeah. I the will driving say, force of nature on this planet. I will say, Agent Red, 
my family, when I was home for Thanksgiving, I started, my grandparents lived in the same house for my entire life. I grew up in it, all this, like, legitimately lived there for periods of time, have known it and remembered it since the beginning of time. And grandma, grandpa's now alone now and we're getting ready to move him into a home and like, when we, I was back for Thanksgiving a month ago and that's what we did is like we were touring his new like retirement home with them and it's nice but it was ever been in a retirement home like they're it's rough they're rough places there's a so. you don't think so no I mean I help out with one in England in Cambridge where I'm from and it's uh, it's a lovely place like it's a uh, it's, you know it's probably I mean you have to ask like, what, what do you expect in a retirement home it's like communal space for people to share and talk and so on and it, they seem to offer that. Maybe I'm being terribly naive about them. But no, the no, one I've seen. I think it's a nice way. I think it's a nice way. I think it's how you have to look at it. Uh, because yeah, if it's, you, it's not going to be Disneyland, you know. Like, if you, <laughs> well, I think it's just the aspect of it that, like, I think you can be very nice. And the one that we were moving my grandpa into was very nice. I mean, it was mm. like, it's a sobering look at existence. But it's it's right. very much like, like oh, man, I'm oh wow, get like, old especially when you're everyone I know is when you're like I hear like I can't go out drinking two nights anymore in a row, but like. Aged red at Not 20, that, you, 23. <laughs> at 23, 22, 23 is like still ascending. Yep. It's weird to be able to look so far ahead and be like, oh, you descend. Oh, yeah. Like your bodily function goes away. And you get shorter. And you, you get shorter. Yeah, and like people, like he's saying, like this woman like ranting about applesauce, so. like these two guys like yelling at each other over a chest, like that's their day. That's fucking scary. Yeah. I totally yeah. get that. I mean, I think there's. I think the the driving force is like fear of death, but also fear of getting old. For sure, you know, like I mean, it's not the only option in America, though. You have these whole like I think they're very popular. In the do Florida. not suggest fucking freezing chambers. Are you about no, to suggest them? No, I wasn't going to go there. I was going to say these like golf resorts down in Florida, where <laughs> old people just kind of live fairly self dependently. Yeah, you know, there's a couple of like nurses, you know, helping them out with basic things. But basically, days the, days a beach. Like you would play golf every day. You probably have a swingers party in the evening. Like it's it's a great life. You know, that's yeah. probably the way to do it. I think. I, I would probably agree. Embrace yeah, the weirdness when I mean. you're old. I do understand why old people move to Florida, other than yeah, a lot of things. But swinging, it's, it's nice. Well, swinging, yeah, yeah, the swinging, the swinging. Yeah, the land that pipe <laughs> and that old pipe around. So I mean, that's age right. You got yeah. that to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know. I, I don't think that's. I so I guess my answer would be I don't think that's weird at all. No, I don't think it's weird. It's not no. weird at all. I mean, I, I it's tough to think about. Yeah. I wish you... I would, yeah. It's one yeah. of those things where, like, you can't look at how fragile life is. You can't look at how, like, you can't look at death and, like, really look at it and be like, ah, oh, it could have happened to me. Mm. And you can't look at getting old and be like, oh, I'm just going to end up there. It's like my top shooting from the hip things like, I try not to think about it at all because if I did, I would be crippled by anxiety more than I already am. No. I mean, maybe. Look, so, who cares? He's so brave. Say no like that again? No. Oh, I love it. No, no, no. I mean, who cares well, if you are... Say that one more time? Yeah. I'm just going to go to my punk. Uh, no. <laughs> no, look, it's inevitable. And so, why why waste time? We, we have yet to really work out how you can def- uh, defy aging and... You know, if and you don't really want it. You don't want to live forever. You, you'll be miserable, mate. Your body will be decrepit, old, falling apart. Your willy won't work anymore. But you won't fear. want. It's want fear, that. but you don't want that. You want to die but in a place where you're want young. That. Yes, exactly. So we're in agreement. No, we all agree. <laughs> we all agree. Burn out the blaze of flames. Do not fade away. <laughs> yeah. Do not fade Thanks away. Thanks for reciting the Jack Lennon poem for me. I appreciate that. 
American. You were going one way in that, and then it sort of turned a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Did but I, I love yeah, it. You agree with us? Did I, I just do a Mario Kart jump turn? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I just did that, didn't I? It's fine. It's, but, you tough, know, it's tough when you hear brilliance and not just recite it back. When you ride with the king of Rainbow Road, that's what you're going to get. You were here, yes, folks. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was episode 44 of Here's a Podcast. Are you happy now? Loved it. I think we might have lost some footage. We'll find out. I thought I that's what that was. Yeah, that yeah, was a real bummer. So, well, fingers crossed. Oh. Hope, pray for us. Um, but hey, big shout out to our sponsor cities of Steamboat, Los Angeles, Indianapolis, Boston. Um, there's none of Pennsylvania that I'd like to point out. We're not shouting out Minnesota. No. Um, Chicago, we'll shout out the pillars that built this great nation. UK! Brett! <laughs> Son, do you have any last words for the audience? Do you have any last words? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean. Jesus Christ, we're going to bleep that all out. Wow, he crushed that sign off. He really did crush it. He's real off. natural. He really is. He said practice. I'm worried about my job. Me too. My podcast is banned. Yeah. <laughs> we're destroying this thing. This is your podcast. You're happy now, son. Thanks for coming on. Son, you're the best. Thank Fuck you. Fuck you. Nick, you happy now? Not yet. Are you? Not even close. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.